You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hey, welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. The gang's back together. Welcome back, Chris. Thank you. Missed you, babe. Um, we this week... The, uh, we need the uh, Alveda Stone Pet entitlement <laughs> song, yeah. <laughs> We're back with the boys again. That was a guitar, sorry. Was it? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing a video game earlier this week. And the level up sound almost sounds like you going. Ah, da, 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 da. Well, you mean it sounds exactly like the Windows start? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. It's all like a horn section, and it just almost sounds like you. It makes me laugh every time. Um, okay, this week we find out about Mark. 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 Uh, we discover his best friend Charlie Big Potatoes. And uh, we also discuss our individual sleep paralysis demons. Enjoy. So, boys, what have we been up to? Uh... Gigs, lots and lots and lots of gigs, which has been great, but very, very tiring for a man who hasn't done a proper run of gigs in about a year. You've been out, out. I've been out, out, mate. Well, I've been facilitating out, out for other people, (laughs) sitting in the corner being being the the soundtrack to your conversations. But it's been fun. You must enjoy it, otherwise you wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's this or kill myself. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. (laughs) I mean, for our sake, could you pick the other one? <laughs> Swing, swings and roundabouts. No. <laughs> yeah, I prefer roundabouts. Go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need me. You just need an IMDb Pro account. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, we're relying you like on you on from that um, side of things because IMDb's got fuck all on it. Yeah, just, honestly, if if you wanna if you wanna understand film <laughs> the Mike Orvis way, watch three like type in the name of the movie plus explained <laughs> on on YouTube, and then if anything takes your fancy in anything they mention, do a bit of research on that, and then you'll be all right. <laughs> I almost it. did it. That's it. Anyway, Chris, what you been oh. up to? Well, you know, turning fifty. Uh, beating an illness, getting back to work. And in 50, what? (laughs) Everyone felt the need to ram it down my throat. (laughs) Lucky boy. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? When you get older, you start getting things like that with your age on it. It's like people are not celebrating your birthday, more commiserating it. It was. It's exactly that. I got a (laughs) a beer glass, a coffee mug. I even got a football shirt with 50 and dad on the back. Nice. So, yeah, they went to town on it. But yeah, all good. All good. You're going to start forgetting soon. You'll be like, how old am I again? Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. start, uh, you know, conveniently dropping years off. Yeah, 49. <laughs> to be honest, at this point, it just all blurs into one now. Like, yeah. I find it hard to remember what I am. 
Yeah. I'm quite lucky. I, I quite enjoy the fact that my daughter was my oldest daughter. Her, she was due on my birthday, but came two days early, and it was her twenty four, uh, 21st this year. So I managed to slide quite nicely under the radar <laughs> for the most part <laughs> on this, and just let her have hers. <laughs> that was a dodge bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Polio. Um, cinema a lot, a lot, a lot. Like what? every day, a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's so much out. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything anything jump out at you that you've watched? Um, oh, I went to see uh, Reminiscence last night, which I think you'll like, Dan. I've yeah, that's the one with um, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, and shit, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson, Ferguson. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, quite intrigued about what that's got to offer. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and uh, I saw another film. I'll talk about that later because it's in my recommend. Oh, okay. Um, yes, yeah, just loads of stuff, man. It's fucking oh, don't breathe too, which I was quite disappointed with. Oh, okay. Oh, like on the radio, they're saying, oh, oh, the scariest thing this year, blah blah blah. Nah, is, it is just that not did, the case? Nah, it just did that classic thing where they take oh, spoilers ahead, by the way. Don't <laughs> breathe too. Coming I haven't seen up. it any minute now. Coming up. Oh, do you mind a few spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> I just took my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so they, Dan are you serious no I'll be alright I'll, I'll live they, well it's pretty obvious anyway from the trailer but they, they I haven't seen they the trailer that. oh I've been they do that <laughs> they do that bullshit thing where they take a villain character and uh, try and redeem them in some way Okay. And like considering what that character did in the first film is pretty fucking unredeemable. <laughs> so it just makes for a really quite an uncomfortable film. And it's just, okay. It's just a bit weird, really. It's very weird. It's it's almost like where the first one was kind of gritty and kind of turned into a horror film. I thought the first one was really good. Yeah, I love the first film. Yeah. But this one felt like... Um, Oh, I don't know. It just felt like it. It felt like Aliens does to Alien, but in a shit way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've kind of made it a bit like John Wick. John Wick's awesome. It is, but not when it's a um, kidnapping rapist playing him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, interesting. It's good, it's all right? Cool. I'll tell you what we all did, lads. You're not going to ask me. We weren't talking about that on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, what what did you do? Yeah, sorry. Well, just a bit of common courtesy would be nice, lads. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even I know what you've done. (laughs) I know what you've done. (laughs) Are you watching? I am, yeah. And I love it. Um, I mean, like, nothing hugely exciting. Just spending lots of time with the girlfriend, watching films, uh, eating all the food as... Mike's obviously seen. Um, she tried. She's been running me through like some true crime stuff, um, like s- crimes like these available. On- no. Um, so, wait, what was that sneer on your face then when you said that? What hey, me or Dan? No, Dan. What was oh, that? I didn't sneer. <laughs> uh oh. He, he went crimes like these. <laughs> Who were doing excellently, by the way. <laughs> Like is big, it- big shout out to 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 half of this podcast for for your 
very successful podcast that you work very hard on. Well I mean, done. Mostly SJ, to be fair. Wouldn't mean him yeah, just turn up and talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well done anyway. <laughs> Was that just an excuse to plug crimes like these? Well, there's not an excuse because a fucking mid roll ad. No, it, oh, <laughs> like it was mentioned, and then yeah, he said I sneered and stuff to so I could just talk. No, about I was only joking. It's just because your face is always looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how could you sneer about crimes like these available on iTunes? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Fuck iTunes. Oh, Dan's put the Let's camera up his bum. Again, go on Spotify. Who the fuck uses iTunes these days for podcasts? Oh, 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 okay, you People try using with that iPhones. It, I've got an iPhone. That app is horrific. Actually, to be honest, like the the stats we get back from the the place we upload to says that iTunes is still the the biggest provider of our, the, the podcast. Oh, I don't understand why people use it. Because uh, they buy iPhones and then they just sort I've of get lured. IPhone. Yeah, but they get lured into it by Apple, don't they? Try, yeah, try iTunes do, for three months. But now I just use Spotify for everything. All my, oh. all my podcasts now through Spotify. I do as well, but it's just Apple have this way of drilling into your skull and sapping all the money out of your wallet. We're, trying to, get, we're trying to get a Joe Rogan deal here, man. Like, 100 <laughs> mil. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now, Spotify, back to business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Dan, what have you been up to, man? <laughs> That's what I told you. Oh, sorry, I'm going on like three hours sleep. <laughs> why? Why so little? Just could not sleep last night. Just could not fall asleep. One of those nights. Oh, um, one of the things I did do is um, me and Holly did the whole meet the family thing. So I've met all of her family. She's met mine. Oh no. Yep. Oh. You've had a weird weekend then. <laughs> well, it's been over a, a, few, a couple of weeks, but I don't know. It's, it's been kind of fun. Just Is it? I haven't had to do that in a long no. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point now when I avoid that. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely still in the um, sort of the honeymoon period from that point of view. <laughs> we did watch a film, though. We did. Did. What did we watch? <laughs> do you do you know? <laughs> <laughs> we watched one of the worst named films of all time, and I'll yeah. tell you why. Because there's three fucking games called Borderlands. Yeah. Well, it's actually yeah. it's actually goes it's called something else. Well. Yeah. Uh, last prayer, a final in prayer. the US. Final yeah. prayer. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. a shitty name. Yeah. Yeah. Just a shitty name. There would have been. Like some sort of, there would have been some sort of like word in Latin or something for when a church builds over an over an old temple. Yeah, hang on, there just must before be. we get too into this, the film we watched is um, Borderlands from 2013. Is it the Borderlands? Or it's yes. the Borderlands. By uh, written and directed by Elliot Goldner. Well, well done, that man. You did a bloody good job. Smooth, What's the budget? Right? Brought in the info there, man. What was? The, do you know what the budget was? Oh yeah, it's just uh, it's just in the back of my mind. Just let me, <laughs> just let me have a think a minute. I can, uh, I can, I can hear the cogs oh, turning. Trying to, trying to think of that information right now. I'm just, yeah, it's coming out of my head. Ah, oh. 
No. You know, I can just cut this. <laughs> you don't have to fast for time. Uh, I can just go, what's the uh, what's the budget? And you there's go... There's no budget listed anyway. All oh, right, fuck it then. Well, it's only just cheap, cheap fucking cameras, isn't it, bruv? Yeah, cheap cameras, isn't it, bruv? Nip, anyway, they're fucking down stately, like, eyeball cameras that sit perfectly on the side of your head and capture your <laughs> eye line perfectly. And also, <laughs> the peripheral and everything. They get the whole view. They're amazing cameras. <laughs> <laughs> They're still better than the Bluetooth headsets used in um, Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yeah. That is the ones that work from like a million miles <laughs> their The conceit, the conceit is is probably the the one of the very small list of things that I have a problem with this film because it feels very forced. And I know obviously you kind of have to have a reason for filming everything, but they're like, oh yeah, standard procedure now. We've got oh, the tech yeah. guy. And you're I like, always, I always what? completely ignore those sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. That, the, like that, that is the biggest bugbear for any fan footage is why they keep filming. Why yeah. are you keeping filming? But I just tell you, I don't even try. I don't even think about that anymore. I just put that in my mind. It's just one of those things, isn't it? it it's the reason they give, and it's yeah. just like, fine. yeah. But I mean, I'm not even going to fuck around. I'm just going to say right now, I fucking love this. There's a fucking great movie. <laughs> Came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, suggested to us by, um, we're having a debate as to your name. I might, and I might put that out in the end. Um, it's either Kate the Film Geek or Kate D Film Geek. Um, because for so, a while I read it in my head as Kated Geek. <laughs> I don't know, Kated why. Geek. Yeah, <laughs> I do that thing where you just read people's usernames kind yeah. of yeah in a weird way and that sticks. Like when, Su- like Sue's anal bum party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's a real thing. Did you not know about this? So Susan Susan Boyle uh, released an album. And um, she wanted to have like a listening. She put out this thing was like, you can meet me and we can listen to the album together for a select few of you. And it was Sue's, um, Susan's album party or something. It was something like that. And it came out saying Sue's anal bum party. It wasn't like a hashtag or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Sue's anal bum party. And everyone was like, I don't think that's what, <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant, Sue. But uh, maybe yeah. she did. <laughs> Were you there? I absolutely wasn't. <laughs> I I wouldn't with someone else's dick. But someone, <laughs> someone must have noticed that somewhere along the line. That must have been noticed before that went out to the public. <laughs> Clearly not. No, somebody well, definitely yeah. noticed, but just they definitely spotted it. And then someone just went, no, 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 just it's fine. Yeah. Just, that's what she wanted. Okay. Yeah, but it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, what a fucking great film. Well done, Kate, yeah. the film geek. Um, I'm really I'm... Go on, sorry. So, sorry, man, go on. Um, I'm not a massive, massive fan of found footage films. Um, and I was I was feeling, as soon as I found out it was, I was feeling a bit fatigued because we recently did Blair Witch. I was like, okay, like, sure. But fuck me, was I wrong? It was great. It used the medium oh, really no. well. What's with Dan's face? <laughs> <laughs> it used it used the medium really well. I really loved the, and I don't even know what you call it, the glitching. Yeah, and the way it was used at the start and at the end. Yeah, to almost represent like the creature being there i guess the the, the entity the god yeah, whatever like, like it's just interrupting the uh the like the signal or whatever yeah yeah because it does the same thing in uh paranormal activity which this basically is 
for all intents and purposes. That's fucking yeah. great. Damn, I'm not going to say I jumped. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I was jumping up and down, loving it. I did when I first put it on. I was like, oh god, not another found footage yeah, bloody film, and and it started to stereotype pretty quickly. But there were things in there I'd not seen before. I, that's, that's always my my concern with a found footage film is I'm not going to find anything in there that I haven't seen in another found footage film. But on this one, I was wrong. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of scenes on this that are just. Really? Well, we will get to him later, but yeah. So, what, what <laughs> film did you watch? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> no, I, I'm not, it, I didn't hate it, but it's definitely not great. I, I can think of a thousand better ones, and it, it was actually kind of lacking for me. Lacking what? Well, just substance, something to, to go on. <laughs> like, what? What, there's a couple of things that really bug me. So the, the tech guy sets up loads of cameras in the house. Yeah. They hold no bearing or serve no purpose other than they, just they, to... They don't, do they? That's a very good point. Yeah, they, they <laughs> That's an excellent no, point. Other than just a, a different view when people are talking. like uh, I they, don't know, man. I, I kind of liked it. It was kind of like a red herring for me because you're constantly going, oh, what's going to happen? And there's lots of shots of them like, in the dark and you're like, oh, fuck. And then nothing happens. I like that. I like yeah, that. It's like I, like, a... I love. I love the subverted expectations thing. Yeah. They, do, they do in this a lot, actually. They, 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 that's all it is. Like <laughs> I, I, the what? whole time, I was waiting for something to happen, and nothing. Did really you happened. watch the fucking end of the film? <laughs> Don't even get me started on the end. I what are you Mike talking is, about? Mike's just blown out everyone's speakers. <laughs> Dan, Dan, no. There is so many better films out than that. So many better. Like Paranormal Activity, fucking... Well, yeah, there are better films out than that, but that's like saying, oh, oh, what's The Exorcist? We can't watch The Shining yeah, every week, Dan. Scream and Jaws are better than The Exorcist, so there are things better than The Exorcist. No, I'm talking about found footage films, and as as you said, all of this has been done before. The, the uh, there thing was nothing my in expectations it. with found footage is so low... It doesn't actually take that much to sneak past my good bar. Actually, mate, well, <laughs> so you've just you've stopped enjoying blowjobs, have you, Dan? I love a blowjob. Oh well, oh, I've had my I've had my dick in your mouth before. Just, right, okay, more of this, I guess. <laughs> each each time is special and wonderful. And, uh, you know, I'm normally hoarse from all the thanking. I mean, all right, if you want to talk blowjobs, this was like getting a blowjob and a few teeth like grinding down on it every now and again, just like, it's all right. Just a bit Some people like that, Dan. <laughs> yeah, no. Stop kink shaming me, you fucking <laughs> wanker. I can't believe you used that against me, man. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I didn't hate it, but when you guys were like, this is brilliant, this is great, I'm like, that wasn't the response I was expecting. Right. Yeah. We're all going to work out. We're all going to work out very quickly as to why I liked it and Dan didn't. I really enjoyed the symbolism. Hey. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed the actual. Um, I don't know what I can't remember his name, but the guy who's come in saying Deacon. I'm here to prove things scientific. No, the other guy, Mark, I think his name is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here to prove things scientifically. I'm like, yeah, go on, boy. I don't know. It's all they're all the or, same. Or is it the one with glasses? The, the one who's been brought in, not the uh, the older guy, but the one who's been brought or who's yeah, come Mark. in uh, later date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that twat. Yeah, yeah. the twat. The one when he first appears, you go, 
Is he wearing makeup? Yeah, <laughs> dressed as a vicar. Yeah, he yeah. did have he did have big like eighties new romantic sort of vibe going yeah. on. <laughs> um, he was yeah he was a wanker. Father Krellick was so unsettling yeah, the was. entire time. Yeah, he really I don't know was. if it's I don't know if it's just because he's a lanky ginger and, and they are stares. terrifying creatures. Like as but, people are talking to him, he's just staring at them. <laughs> yeah, like real. And and uh, I know some of some of you aren't religious, but like there are some religious types like that who have learned somewhere in some seminar, some fucking where you should always look people in the eye when you're talking to them because it lets them know that you're interested. God, and these motherfuckers stare into your soul the whole time you're talking to them. And it's not like in that way that, you know, when the celebrities have been through similar training, it's like, I felt like I was the only one in the room. He was really listening. This is like, <laughs> I'm being judged for every sin. <laughs> please, please stop looking at me. That was great. He was brilliant. He was fucking great. Whoever plays him deserves a, a prize. Some sort of cookie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like this, Dan. Seriously. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I said, it's not I don't like it. I just I don't get the whole loving it thing going on. I, I, I just think... thought this was going to be a massive tangent episode and we were going to I... kind of tear it apart, really. I okay, know, so I honestly don't know why, but I always think whenever I'm watching something, I think, oh, I think Dan would probably really like this. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, Dan's probably going to really love this. And you never do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for me, I have, I have a bit of a, I, I guess a bit of a personal connection with the story because I was super, super fucking religious. And then it's like Athelson's story in, in, in Vikings where he like stops believing in God and then gets all into like Norse mythology and stuff. And I don't know. There was just I, on a personal level, I just kind of having someone who was deeply, deeply in the fucking cult of Christianity and then breaking out of that and kind of seeing it from the other side and finding out about, I remember, I remember going back to my church when I was like 18, 19 and I had a year of uni and I hung out with some pagans and they were like, you know, the Christians did all this. And I was like, fuck. So I went back and and had some genuine questions for the for the these people who had been like my fucking religious leaders for the better part of seven years. And I was like, yeah, what's all this stuff about like the pagan holidays just being plastered over and and all this? And I got fucking like screamed at. I was taken off into another room and like, why are you doing this? Why why are you why are you trying to belittle what we're doing? I'm like, I'm not. I'm I'm genuinely asking questions. And they got so fucking angry at me. And that's kind of. You know, one of the determining factors that made me go, oh, no, fuck, fuck that. Absolutely not. See, this is what I don't understand. And I know you're going to laugh, but I, I, like the, when the techie guy turns around and is like, well, you know, if with all the pagans and things like that, they believed in the weather, the earth, the things you can see. Yeah. And like Christians are believing in things you can't. And I, it's that's exactly how I feel. And it's like if I was to put my money on something I can see and touch versus something I can't, I know where I'm putting my money. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Yeah, mostly because so, I haven't got much imagination. Well, why? <laughs> yeah. Why haven't I seen you at any of my naked moonlight rituals, then, guys? Because <laughs> we're very sneaky. <laughs> you just haven't. Well, you just haven't seen us. <laughs> <laughs> you seen those bushes with their dicks out? Yeah, that's us in ghillie suits. <laughs> yeah, hold on. We call them willy suits. You said I couldn't touch, and that's why I've not bothered. <laughs> I said seen and touch, and you said no to the touching. 
Nose of the touch. <laughs> you need Sounds like an eighties salt and pepper song. <laughs> <laughs> so Father Krellick is played by a guy called Luke Neal. Okay. Um, he's been what in a few things. Name. I know, yeah. Well, he plays pretty average roles too, but yeah. in pretty impressive things. Like he's been in one episode of uh, Krypton. Um, okay. He was in uh, The Last Jedi. Um, he played Canto Cop in that. <laughs> uh, I bet yeah, he's got a seven-page Star Wars wiki. <laughs> I bet, yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. So, yeah, he's in that sort of stuff. A lot of TV stuff. Spooks. Okay. Speak, speaking of seven-page Star Wars wikis, this is vaguely related to what to what the film was about. Did you know that, you know, the Jedi Temple in Coruscant? Yeah. It was built on top of a in top of a Sith temple. They built it on top of a Sith temple as like a we have symbolically beaten the Sith, and it was where the the Jedi period of like this is why everyone's like the Jedi got complacent because they literally built it on a source of power for the Sith, and that's what uh, Palpatine was siphoning it off, and that's how he was getting stronger, and was able to like fool the Jedi and nearly fucking kill them all. Well, there you go. Yeah. And that's Star Wars with Mike. <laughs> well, I just thought it was, I just thought it was, an, it, A, that's a fucking interesting fact, I feel. And secondly, <laughs> um, religions plastering over the, literally plastering over the temples of the, uh, of the older religions has been going on for years, even in a galaxy far, far away. Long, long ago, I believe. <laughs> so when you say fact is this a fan's theory or no no it's it's in the it's, it's, it it's in canon? the wiki um i i believe it's canon and not legacy i believe it's canon so yeah it must have turned up in a comic or something hmm. okay yeah okay i'll take and that if it's if it's not canon it was canon until disney acquired star wars but yeah Mental. there you go yeah there you go um this film's fucking great. I lo- I love I love the themes about it. I I love I love all that fucking I love all that fucking pagan shit. I love fucking. I love cunt. I, I don't know what you'd call it. You love cunt. cunt- country country <laughs> gothic. Yes, but does that make does that it's make almost, sense? You could almost put it in like it's like the found footage version of uh, folk horror. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Folk- and- Wicker Manish. Yeah. yeah, and turns out folk horror freaks me the fuck out. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I was well, like, we oh, live yeah. in England, home of the folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the sheep scene fucked me up. Man. Yeah, that that was pretty Dude, like grisly. That fucking they just did not mention that again. They did. He he, he attacked them, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, look. I don't know about you, but if oh, I want to curb stomp that little cunt. Yeah. yeah, not just that, but if I was staying in a fucking little village, in a little village, <laughs> um, uh, you know, middle of nowhere, I forgot what I was saying completely. I was distracted by my phone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, staying but, in a little village middle of nowhere and someone set fire to a sheep. Oh, yeah, someone set fire to a sheep outside at night, alive. I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Why I'm staying there? I don't know. I don't know who did it. I don't want to know. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone. Deacon, Deacon no in that scene. Well, Deacon's just the fucking the man the yeah, whole way through. The I love Deacon. Yeah. 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 
the fact that he's the only one that's got the guts to end that poor thing suffering. Yeah. Like, like he's, fuck. A, he's a very sort of uh, pragmatic man, isn't he? Even with religion. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he doesn't seem like he's just given over to believing whatever he sees. He's no, so he, skeptical. He utilizes belief as a sort of tool because you see him when he's when he's getting the the little um, religious figurines out of the uh, suitcase at the start, and there's like a Buddhist one, and, yeah. then, and there's like a Sikh. I think there's like a Sikh one. I think Ganesh is in there somewhere as well. Um, but yeah, that was just really cool. I, I, I like I like that. It was like I would watch a TV show of Deacon and someone else. Like the Vatican version of the X Files. <laughs> Fuck yes. I just know. Um, yeah, I both loved and hated the tech guy at the same time. Yeah. So I would yeah. watch a spin off of them two, Deacon and the tech guy. They could <laughs> yeah. call it Deacon and the tech guy. <laughs> I'm yeah, all in fun. for that. It's fucking great. It, 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 yeah, it was just really good. So are we going to try and chrono this then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Chris. Do you do your do your do your best? <laughs> do your thing. Uh, right. Okay. Well, it's all in the chat anyway, so you know. Uh, no, no. But I've missed you doing it. I've missed you <laughs> being on the podcast and, it's, and it's, doing stuff. Not just you, Mike. Holly says that like she can't wait till Chris is back. So I'm sure she's going to be pleased that you're here I now. I couldn't wait to get back either. <laughs> Chris couldn't wait. Yeah. Well, he, he could have done. Chris was <laughs> eager to get back. <laughs> I the fact that I hadn't answered any messages until somebody said, Chris, are you actually alive? <laughs> well, well hold on. No, no, that's not true. Mike messaged me on uh, WhatsApp off the group. was like, wait, is Chris Yeah, because right? I, I messaged you first, and then there was like a bunch of other chat of like Paul and, and, and Dan. And I was like, no, hang on. He's quit. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking put it in the chat again. It looked like a complete melt. But I am going to secretly message Paul and go, is uh, Chris all right? Is he all right? <laughs> and then Paul went, Chris, are you all right? You're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, so I'm fucking chopped liver, right? <laughs> yeah. You were just waiting for the waiting for your favourite friend to text you, were you? Okay, fine. But this is the thing. You didn't message him. You messaged me. <laughs> no, I messaged him in the group chat. Oh, and the then group. I messaged you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was your mistake. You might, you should message Chris and give it forty-eight hours. If you haven't heard a response yeah. by then, <laughs> Maybe then start to him or something. Yeah, then start to to like get concerned. Well, I know where he lives now. I'll have to start just kicking the door in. <laughs> well, you don't. He's there now. Just holding my phone. Going, can you fucking read that? Can you? <laughs> He's like, I've been busy. Like, oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I'll pay for the door. See so you actually, later. I've got the film on as usual in the background. And I'll yep. watch it now. And Likewise. Now, Dan, now you said it, and now I'm watching it again. The, the all the ca- in this film particularly, the camera like recording is fucking ridiculous. Like they're sitting in a living room now, in a room that's got static cameras that yeah. are there for no reason, <laughs> and they've got the headsets on. I like the bit. I like the bit where he's like, "You're not taking that to bed, are you?" <laughs> yeah, they do almost, almost put their tongue in their cheek because because of the tech guy, where he's literally always wearing it, and people brought it up. People bring it up with him at least twice. Yeah. Well, that's what Mark says, doesn't he? When Mark when Mark turns up, he's like, "I suppose you'll be you'll be measuring yeah. me for my head." Yeah. Well, like, there are odd choices as well in what they show on that. I mean, there's a point at which the, there's the uh, the kids are outside. The, the night before they set fire to the sheep, 
there you see them on the inside camera but at the start of the film you see him drill a camera up outside there anyway i didn't <laughs> yeah. show it on that camera then which actually films both of the guys <laughs> yeah. at various points as well yeah. you literally see that angle and it's later on because um the old guy and mark end up sharing the cigarette like yeah. literally in front yeah, of that yeah, camera that's right yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, like the whole recording thing. So th- th- he brings all these wireless mics in and then they start hearing the noise and he says, oh, yeah, it's moving across that wall. No, you can only hear either that mic or that mic. You can't hear like in between where there is no mic. How, how, you, how do you no, know it's you moving were, across the wall? Because, because, I assume because, they're omnidirectional, so they were crossing each other. No, because he, he has to tune into the individual frequencies of the mic. Oh, so you're talking to, about the radio thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he has to go from mic one to mic two. But I think that is what he was doing because he was turning the dial with it, wasn't he? Yeah. But again, he was like, oh, it's going across that wall. I I, I just... Well, maybe he was following it with the dial, if you know what I mean. So he's getting it there. He's got it there. He's got it there. Keep going. He's there. I'm I'm basically just saying to any, like, film companies, directors, whatever, like, if you want to get me in for technical consulting, (laughs) I'm like, you've got my contact details through the, the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, I can I, f- I can forgive that because I am not the tech guy. <laughs> you are, <laughs> so that sort of thing. Technical issues don't bother me too much in films because I don't know what the fuck they are anyway. <laughs> so you got those microphones. I, I'm happy to buy that. You know, that's fine. I'll take that. Um, but that's what I think the majority of people are going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone's going to know <laughs> why a microphone would only pick up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Although you'd think of the fucking troubles we've had with microphones over the years of this podcast, <laughs> we probably should know by now. Well, that's that's why I thought you might know and might pick up it again. Well, you know, if, if Mike was to be walking, you wouldn't hear it in between the two mics. You would just hear either on that one or that one. No, but I mean, you would to very, to a varying degree. Depends. It depends how far how far apart the frequencies. Exactly. Would, like, the, I just. It felt like a weird triangulation thing. They basically wanted to wanted to put microphones exactly over where the sigil was going to turn up in the middle of the room. And the other thing is, basically. what like they they put all these like he made a big deal about these radio mics, put them all out, but they didn't utilize that in the film in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they did. Like, no, well, they didn't. They said it's moving from there to there, and that's pretty much the last. No, thing and that then, was, and that then was it, the whole last act of the film, pretty much. They were like. That's how they got tangible proof something was there. Because he turned it off, and then he was like, "Dude, dude." Yeah, but you would like you wouldn't need twelve different mics to go. Oh, the equipment's off, but I can still hear a noise. Yeah, but they could. I don't think they could hear the noise, could they? Yeah. With their naked ears. Yeah. They're naked. They're, they're nude ears. <laughs> <laughs> they had their drums out, did they? Fucking birthday suit ears. <laughs> nude ears. Get your drums out for the lads. <laughs> oh, they were hearing that with their like their own ears, and that's why he turned around. Yeah, that's why they, that's why he turned it off because then because 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 he said, "Can you hear that?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, the, yeah." The, the it, Deacon says, "I think the baby monitor thing's starting to prove true, yeah. or starting to ring true." And he's like, "Dude, dude, I've <laughs> turned it off, dude. The fucking <laughs> thing's turned off, isn't it?" Yeah, yeah, bruv, <laughs> bruv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gives it all the chat, the lad, and loves yeah. like a child. <laughs> 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 I, I think, and the other, I thought he was too comical for the the film and the role. 
like he was a bit too over top, like screaming like a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just some of the things he was doing, it was like, yeah, it was funny. I laughed, but this you... is this is why I said I both loved and hated him all at the same time. <laughs> you took me out of the film. I'm sorry. I could, I could read sorry. everything he was doing in two ways all the time, either really annoying or really kind of <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll go with it. I like his reaction to the dog. Yeah, oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I shit myself. That fucking dog. <laughs> If that was me, and you turn around, you're there, and there's a fucking Rottweiler with no owner barking at you, I'd absolutely shit myself. <laughs> it wouldn't need to be supernatural. That's scarier than any ghost to me. <laughs> I, I even got a little jump scare from the literally intended jump scare. When he's, like, looking over the pew. Because, by the way, oh, those one. aren't normal pews. I've never... I've been in a lot of churches. Those really high-up fucking pews, you can only see the tops of your head. That's not a normal thing. Might be for Scotland. Maybe. Yeah. Were they in? They weren't in Scotland, were they? I thought they were in Devon. I thought they were in Devon. I don't know where they were. That might be. Yeah. That might be the type of views you get in Devon. It's That's just because the deacon was Scottish. That's I'd look it up. I'd look it up on Wikipedia, but Wikipedia has got got most of the facts about the film wrong. I don't know if you if you realise that. Like the the plot is completely out of order <laughs> on it. What, out of order because it's called you something? Or it's just not in order? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they me a night. Out of order. You're out of order. Do you know dude, what? I'm really, I'm really glad this film came up this way and I've had to see it because I would never would have chosen to watch this by myself. This is a second-time watch for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I wouldn't be like... Um, when you're scrolling through Amazon Prime, I d- the, like the, po- the icon they've used for the film, like the poster... It looks so much like all those cheap budget horror yeah. films all over Amazon Prime. Yeah. It looks exactly like one of them. I never would have given it a second look. With a name like The Borderlands, too, because for some reason it puts me in mind of like post apocalyptic kind of thing. Yeah. And that bums me out. I don't really like it. Well, like being the found footage fan on this podcast, like I've been through quite a few. So that's probably why I've got a bit of a mod opinion of it because i've watched so much found footage that but my... that's why i have a high opinion of it why that's the exact reason because i've sat through so many shit fucking found footage films the majority of found footage films are fucking terrible <laughs> so I, i've got such low expectations going in especially one that looks like a cheap amazon prime yeah. fucking freebie so well, I think oh, it might yeah. have suffered from uh, it may have suffered as well from hype because I did read that uh, Mark Mode on the BBC gave this a massive thumbs up. So there's a load of hype around him giving it the massive. This is amazing. And then when you actually obviously when we see later on, you start reading the reviews. A lot of them quote that sort of stuff. Mark yeah. Mode said this was great and it's shit, sort of thing. But again, it's not shit. Yeah, it's literally middle of the road. I really liked it, but I mean, I love the subject matter. I love, I love sort of the best found footage films for me are ghost ones. My, like, me too. Yeah. Paranormal Activity is up yeah. there as one of my favourite films ever. I love, I love those things because they proper. I find them proper creepy. As I found this creepy as well. Like there's so many like still shots in that night vision green, and they're just still and quiet for ages, and you're waiting, waiting yeah. with anticipation, and it doesn't happen. You're like, fuck. I, but I'm good for that. I just I like to be rewarded sometimes, like for being patient with oh, those. I really thought you was. I was rewarded by it. I didn't feel it gave me anything. For me, like, although, 
Okay. If we look at host and things like that, just there is so much out there that has had a like has been executed better, has a better storyline, has more more to keep you hooked. This- yeah, I mean, yeah, this is not original by any means. Like I said, like I said at the start, it is paranormal activity. The storyline's more or less the same. Yeah, you know, host religion, you could say is like unfriended and things like that. Like, yeah, but it, I like unfriended though as well. I love unfriended. Yeah, we've got the we've got the podcast to prove it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I just think uh, I just think it's good. I just think it's really good. Like, mate, like I said, I'm not I'm not slating this film by by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I just wasn't blown away by it. As I said, it's the second time watch, so. I've given it the benefit of the doubt, and I came away last time thinking, "Nah, it was all right." Yeah, it was all right. Oh, man, I thought for a second there I was watching, and it looked like for a minute the uh, pulpit where the the uh, like the priest preaches from, whatever the fuck. Uh, I thought it was facing the opposite way to the pews. Oh, okay. Like in a cool sort of symbolism, but it's not. <laughs> See, but again, things like that. I love, like, just all of a sudden something's turned around, like, randomly. And you know, I don't care if they walk past it and don't acknowledge it, but just give me something That's to go. That's my favourite kind of scare. Though. Exactly. Give me something to go, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, th- th- that's moved around. <gasps> I like, this is the thing, right? Horror films, never they don't scare me. That's not why I watch them. But it's like supernatural ghost sort of things. They come the closest for me because it's like, they're the ones you're thinking about when you're walking in the dark to the toilet at three o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Not Freddy Krueger. You're not bothered about Freddy Krueger jumping out and slashing your face off. But you are concerned that you might see that fucking vase move a bit when you're walking past it in the dark (laughs) or hear it or some fucking thing. Like, I had a nightmare the other night. This is going to sound really fucking prophetic, but it scared the absolute shit out of me, right? I dreamt that... Me, me and Duffy, my wife, we were, we were in the bedroom and we could leave the door open like, a, I don't know, six inches for the cat to come in and out, right? And I dreamt that we went to bed and we were sitting in there and the hallway light came on, like outside the door. And I, I immediately shit myself and I had to go out there to turn it off and to check why it had come on. And in my dream, I was literally terrified. Like my, my hands were sweating. I was probably scared. Don't ever get like Alexa bulbs. I've got some. Boy, they didn't fit, luckily, so I ain't got them in. Yeah, I, I've had that before. Well, all my downstairs lamps are attached, Alexa. I have had had it before where the hallway light came on just randomly. Fuck it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd honestly, I would have shit myself. When I woke up from this nightmare, right, because I sleep with the TV on, uh, sleep timer, right, so I, I normally like whack a sitcom on or whatever, just sleep to. And I woke up and, and uh, Seinfeld was on. It was still running. And I just had to lay there for like 10 minutes just watching Seinfeld calming the fuck down from simply a light coming on six inches <laughs> for a gap. So apparently, I don't have any recollections, but literally a few nights ago, um, Holly had to wake me up because I had a proper night terror. I actually screamed out. Shit. I, I've never, I, I'm not aware of doing it in the past and I've got no idea what it was about or why. But yeah, apparently I... Uh, the mind is a funny fucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Duffy does that a lot. Does she? Yeah, she's she's woken up shouting, screaming. Yeah. Yeah, cast up. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not aware of ever doing it before. No one's ever mentioned it in the past. Like it's like sleep uh, paralysis, isn't it? All oh, that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. My mum gets that. Yeah. Cast yeah, gets that. that a lot. 
Yeah, she's woken up screaming from that, saying she could see someone peering around the door when there wasn't anybody there. I've never had people in mine, only the literal paralysis. Yeah. But yeah, the the common one is someone sitting on your chest, isn't it? Yeah. Thankfully, I've never had that part of it, but I've... I've had. I used to frequently when I. There well, <laughs> there was some. Uh, yeah, so, some what? Enlightenment. There was some. There was some. With the aid of some substances. Like, yeah. Let's not fuck about. Like uh, like tixie lips and oval thing. To ecstasy a lot, right? <laughs> it would be a case of like at least once a week I would get um, like not that night but like a few nights after during the week i would get a one or two episodes of night terrors and then like obviously i'm i would just fuck that i should know more but like when i stopped doing all that i'd never had one since i wonder if it's like to do the serotonin levels balancing yeah, maybe. Back out. maybe yeah but i never had the people like in the room or anything i just would be awake but literally could not move like mm. aware of it and like literally screaming in my head to move because it feels so fucking real yeah that used to happen like once or twice a week back then. <laughs> i don't think that's ever happened to me i don't know what i'd make of it if it's terrifying yeah i bet <laughs> my my greyhound has taken to sleeping on me and that means that sometimes i wake up and an entire limb has completely died. Now, I'm used to that being oh, my yeah. arms. When you wake up, you go, oh, I've got flappy arms. <laughs> no, when it's your fucking legs. <laughs> I, woke, I woke up and my entire tree trunk ass thigh was fucking dead. I'm like, I'm punching it going, I can't, I can't, I can't feel it. I can't feel it. Is this my life now? Is this, is this, my, is this how, does it keep growing up my spine until I die? And uh, after five minutes, it was fine. But yeah, uh, uh, apparently that's the, that's a little hangover from a mild form of sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. You know when you yeah. get that in your arm and it, you can't move your arm, so you have to kind of fuck up and kind of drag it across. To yeah. Move it. <laughs> you can't move it, you can't feel it, but yet every movement is agony. It's like, come on, yeah. play yeah. fair. Uh, it's the worst <laughs> thing in the world to wake up to. It really is awful. <laughs> I can't sleep my hands above my head, so if I do, it's exactly that will happen. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Yeah, and that's normally how I fall asleep too. Oh, okay. Because I, I sleep watching TV, as I've just said. So I sleep like that, like my hands be on my head, so I can see it. Our TV's off, or my TV's off to one side, and Holly's is off to one side. Like I'm a side sleeper anyway. And you got, got a TV each. So, no, at her house and at my oh. house. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't watch the same thing. How no. loud is your bed? <laughs> <laughs> That's only when we've had a row, like, turn over, oh, I'm watching my programme. I'm watching my programme. Or you, or you lovingly watch it over each other's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> well, not me. I'm a big fat lump, so, like, she would end up sitting up if... Honestly, I like I go to sleep watching <laughs> shit on my phone. It's usually like just what like Twitch streams or whatever. And then the other night, um, Harriet was like, "Oh, can we can we cuddle?" And I was like, "Yeah, but you're gonna want to face me." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because I'm still gonna continue to watch the thing I'm watching." <laughs> She's like, "No." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "No, I'll be fine." I'm like, "Okay." So then we spooned, and then she sat there watching about five minutes of a Dark Souls video. Went, it's too loud. I'm like, "No, it's not. It's just it's in your face now." So we need to stop cuddling or you need to deal with it. It's too loud. Roll over 
and you sleep in my bosom and you'll be all right. No, it's too loud. Okay. And I took my arm under and went, good night then. <laughs> Continue watching it. Right, Chris, hit us with that gosh darn promo. Promo. Okay. Yeah. Do a wrestling promo now. <laughs> well, like Randy Savage with all the fingers. Yes. 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 I would be so happy. <laughs> Just pop on these bad boys. Hang on. Pop on these bad boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> Stop. Cut in. God, uh, leather underpants. A sick <laughs> promo. <laughs> oh, oh my god at least oh do that lace fly out for fuck's sake <laughs> my daughter that. would love you now she is obsessed with randy savage and it does that oh. <laughs> was there a picture of him recently giving some girl oral sex on a train what <laughs> what his song on joe rogan earlier i can't remember exactly <laughs> Like Randy Savage, he died in about 2012, didn't he? Yeah, he died in 2011. Well, yeah, trains have been around a little bit longer. Than <laughs> you said a recent oh, picture. Um. <laughs> Randy Savage. So He's gone back into the supernatural. There's a ghost of Randy Savage. <laughs> I would love the ghost of... I would love the ghost of Randy Savage. <laughs> you, you just love him? I would love him. I'd love to be haunted by the ghost of Randy oh, okay. Savage. Oh, yeah. You can do it by, by a Randy Savage. By a Randy Savage, yeah. Cool. <laughs> right, Chris, come on, boy. Okay. Right, so uh, we open up the, a scene with uh, the police... Uh, searching a church and finding all sorts of equipment and stuff. I, I kind of assumed oh, wow. this was well, the Bethlehem church. One, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm guessing this is the Bethlehem church that they're searching. Did this um, throw anyone else off? Because I thought, oh, shit, these subtitles, but there's no subtitles. Like, I thought it was a foreign <laughs> film, but there was no subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was frantically searching the settings for subtitles. Uh, and uh, obviously Deacon's there, and you'll, you'll find out later in the film why he was there. But um, he's he's his opening line is "Everyone's gone to hell, get the camera off me," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back up to the to the current day when you meet Gray, um, setting up some cameras um, and waiting for Deacon to arrive. Um, and you have the uh, the room sharing debate, uh, and then Gray wants off and has a phone call behind a hedge with what you can only assume is his employers. That he palms off as uh, women, eh? When uh, Deacon comes around with a cup of tea, um, and then they test their kits and they go to bed. Deacon gets all his trinkets out, as you've already talked about, Mike. Um, and then he tells him off in the morning for not wearing his head cam. Uh, and then they go off on the road uh, to find some supplies. I think they just go and get some shopping, don't they? Um, and he just Deacon just buys booze. <laughs> uh, and then you have a really uh, a bit of an overcooked scene, I think, where they're trying to find the church on the map, and he's just going all through all the balls. All <laughs> oh, yeah, balls. he's laughing just at all the names. Laughing. Just turned oh, into yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Some of them are funny, though. <laughs> I was laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then uh, they pop out for a fag and notice that the uh, a cigarette, I shouldn't Again, use that word. Yeah, yeah. Sit, fag is a British word for cigarette, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, no, and they make note that the uh, the bells of the church are chiming at an odd time. Mm. Um, and go off to bed, and you uh, and the 
one of the internal cameras films some kids outside laughing and whatever at the window. Shit, bad. <laughs> and, that, and that was the whole reason for setting up the, the internal cameras so they can have some kids laughing at a window. Yeah, that like, was it. Like, which they did nothing with those kids at all. Like, <laughs> oh. Which they would have captured on the outside cam anyway. So, yeah. which they, Or it, they could have just pulled it off with a headset cam. Like, oh, the, like... They could have had a headset cam placed down. It was still on recording, and it was facing the window, and it saw the kids. Like there was, there's just so many better ways they could have done half of this shit. Yeah, there are. But I, again, I, I try not to get too caught up on that sort of thing with fan footage. Well, you can't. You need to be. Yeah. No, you need to be critical. Yeah. Well, you, no, I can't be critical <laughs> to something like that because I feel like it's just nitpicking. Because like every fan footage film has that same problem. Yeah, there's not a single one that gets away with it. Oh, except maybe that stupid film, My Little Lie, but that's only because it's all house cameras and they can't get out of the house. Uh, I thought the uh, Hangman found footage side of things. Hangman was, was well done. Yeah, like and that's my point. Like they're probably on the same budget, like Hangman and this, but yet just the story that Hangman had and the way it was um, delivered and things like that, just so much better. But again, there, as you said, there is a thousand out there way worse than this film. Oh, way worse, yeah. Way, way worse. Way, way worse. And so my bar is low, but I don't think this was anywhere near the low bar. It was, I just thought it was really good. It was really, mm. really actually took me by surprise. The as story said, was fucking fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I really? Mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, Why was it fantastic? Sorry, mate. No, no. <laughs> uh, I mean... It touches upon an oft. It is an oft-held taboo uh, that, in a, especially in the rural parts of the country, that that their beliefs are a little bit behind, shall we say? Um, you can't question the diocese, the, the the religious power. You can't you can't question the vicar. Um, Do I and want? <laughs> you might. That's why they won't let you in church. <laughs> but. No, I'm too old for the clientele that they're interested in. <laughs> the whole the whole thing being about it's a return to the old ways and it being about an old God. There's a, there's a thing I wanted to touch on a bit later, but I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it now. I've already spoken to Paul about it because I was just so jazzed about sort of, not I, I almost had discovered it, just something I noticed is that when um, the uh, the father is brought in, the new guy, the old guy, from the Vatican, who's already controversial. And the whole thing is, you know, he understands a lot more than just Christianity. He understands a lot about paganism and, and a lot of the older religions. Um, on his robes is a uh, is a rune. It's 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 the rune, um, I'm probably going to pronounce this badly, Algies or Algies, which is, um, it's, it, it's a rune that stands for Green Divin- stuff in the water. Divinity and uh, and power and sort of old gods. So it's like this guy, this whole story is a lure, is a lure for people to come to the church and investigate what's going on. He, whatever it is that resides at the bottom, because it's not got a name, the old god wants people to come and investigate and wants people to 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 go down into the basement and, and crawl around inside its stomach that it becomes, that, which, which was incredible, you know, by the way. Uh, actually, that's the one bit I've got to disagree on there. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked it. I it really lost me there. I was bummed out by that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
Because it cut it from, I don't know, to a point, I was like, well, what did they just do? Crawl inside someone's arsehole? It looked like they climbed, <laughs> they climbed inside a giant arsehole. Now nah, you're in a colon. You're going to die there. But then it gets really fucking horrific. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, but again, even the, the, the special effects weren't great. It's like, not, the effects didn't even have to be good. It's the idea of it for me. Like they were literally in something's stomach being digested by acid, by yeah. stomach acid, and they were trapped there. They couldn't get out of it. It was just going to happen. And it reduces it reduces Deacon to his to his primal like form. It, 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 he he started out as a priest, became jaded with the whole thing, started to use religion as a tool, and in his darkest moment, as he's fucking being eaten alive. He's just reciting the Lord's Prayer. It's worse. He was being digested yeah. alive. Yeah. Which is what Krellick, which is what Krellick did. It, 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 that's how Krellick summoned the fucking thing. Because yeah. Krellick was Krellick was there in the prayer position, going, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, mm. blah, 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 blah. And that's what fucking summoned it. So it's like it's like you've built your false temple on top of my hunting grounds and now you recite the false god's prayer now i'm going to eat you <laughs> it wasn't but that's the thing it wasn't that clear that that's what was going on it was all very much subjective no you just have to think about it afterwards yeah but it, yeah but <laughs> i mean there was there was no there was no like secure uh solid explanation for anything okay fair and while like we absolutely support ambiguity, like at least surround me in a nice bubble um, where I could be ambiguous in. Like at the moment, there's so much given or not enough given away that you could take it all down like weird and wonderful paths. And like, there's just not enough there to to, to give me something to bite on. They gave you teasers to it, didn't they? Because he was reading Mandeville's journals, and there was a lot in there about having a new master now and stuff like that. But he had like. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It just it just bummed me out a bit that bit because it was such a good film up till there, and I kind of just wanted it to be like a demon, like a yeah, or like a, just a really evil ghost would have been really cool, you know, a demon or it's, it's end in a similar way to the Blair Witch Project where it's all kind of just sudden. And again, it, yeah. it's not very very well explained, but you, you're still given enough to go well. They're clearly fucked. Yeah, and I mean they're clearly fucked if they're being digested, but. How did they transition from the cave to intestines? Like, where does this thing start and stop? How? Oh, just while we're on that, uh, <laughs> all the cave scenes from this were filmed in Chiswick's caves. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, so this is going to sound don't, mental. Don't you dare say, "Oh, I did wonder." No, no, no. But I, <laughs> I was like, I think, I think I've been there. <laughs> Mate, there's no way you're going to fit down those holes. I mean, to be I, mean fair, I have. I've, I've walked Chiselhurst Caves like four or five times. Yeah, same. But I mean, I've been in so many forts dug into chalk sort, hillsides. They all, all right, mate. They all look <laughs> Show off. Yeah, yeah. They all look like that. All As you the, can, all the forts, all the deep shelters, they all look exactly the same. As you can imagine, my claustrophobia says, no, nope, not going there, thank you. Not something yeah. I want to go and do. If you're claustrophobic, you'd hate you as well as caves because there's this bit where they turn the lamp off. Yeah. Why? It's the, it's the darkest it's dark so you good. could ever imagine. Like I it's, love it. It's almost got a, like a, scent, a feel to it. You could almost feel the darkness. It's so fucked up. It's, it's great. Be, it's yeah, not I've never felt anything like as dark anywhere else. It's 
I can't describe it, the feeling. It's I just, weird. I close my and eyes on... and it's dark. No, I'm kidding. I know what you mean. <laughs> also, also what's fucking great about Chiselhurst Caves and really, and really fucks you up when you start to think about it is that um, low, in the, in the druidic part of the caves that were dug out, low sounds travel really far and high sounds don't. And when you think about it, what was happening in Druidic times, there was lots of low chanting and lots yeah. of people being screaming because they were being sacrificed. Okay, so literally, good. the screams were killed by the fucking shape of it, but the, yeah. but the chanting carries on. That is metal as fuck. I love that. Um, <laughs> the uh, the so-called Druidic part of those tunnels, I don't believe is an actual thing because you know that Chisora's Cave, all that is is chalk mines. Right. It was for Flint. It's just Flint Mine. That's all that place is. And it was Which, used as a World War Two war shelter. And they played, uh, like, club nights in there and shit like that. It was never, like, anything grand other than mines. And it's I think it was dug in, like, it, they started it in, like, the 1600s or something. That's still quite old. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but they come out with all that bullshit, right? You go on the Chisworth Cage tour, and depending what guys you get, they spin you these absolute bullshit stories. Like, there's one bit where they go, oh, yeah, and this is a druid altar where they probably sacrifice people. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that was clearly just dug out by a miner or a fucking person <laughs> during the night in an air raid or some fucking thing. It's so annoying. It was used to grow <laughs> mushrooms later on, though. That's cool. And the Beatles played there. The okay. Beatles did play there, yeah. yeah. And Led Zeppelin, too. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I love Chisworth's Caves. I love and the there, uh, I've got and... to write Cobb up my ass about this stupid <laughs> tour. All right, fine. <laughs> and the Rolling Stones and, and Charlie, Stones, yeah. Charlie Charlie Watt, Charlie yeah. Watt has, just, has just passed. Just today. today. Yeah. Right. And there's also a uh, like a dinosaur bone in there. Well, well, I've been called many things, but, you know, dinosaur bone's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Crimes Like These is a new UK-based true crime podcast discussing famous serial killers such as Edmund Kemper and cases you may not have heard about. You can find us on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. Feed your true crime obsession and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Crimes Like These for a fortnightly fix. Anyway, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> that's enough. Uh, Chiselhurst Cave talk. Let's get back to the floor. Well, the, the one thing I was going to add was the the pub that they go into, the Union Inn, um, provided all the catering for the film. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. That was about all Instagram, um, not Instagram. IMDb yeah, gave it's me shit, isn't it? There's fuck all yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> that just gave off an American werewolf vibe, didn't it? That pub it did a bit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that was maybe a, a little intentional too. Yeah. Maybe a little homage. Yeah, definitely. It did feel yeah. very much like that. Yeah, it was definitely that we don't like strangers here, pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, where were we? Um, uh, next, next morning, A and Deacon get up, and uh, Deacon decides they're going to go and set up, find the site and, and set up in the church, um, despite the rules being that they have to wait for Mark to arrive. Uh, but they go anyway, uh, ask directions from an old fellow on a bike who says nothing, uh, and then turn up to <laughs> then turn up at the gate um, that's got all this tape on it, uh, and they uh, 
Deacon suggests it's put there by Satanists. Uh, they record yeah. things. Um, <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's put there by Satanists. <laughs> oh, I was going to look that up, and I completely forgot. <laughs> uh, and they eventually find the church, uh, and you have the uh, big stuff eating little stuff speech because uh, they see. Is it the Rottweiler that's pulling a rabbit out of the Warren or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you meet Father Krillick, who's just staring oh, totally yeah. unimpressed. I just realised um, in hindsight that's for, that's foreshadowing and a half. That is, isn't it? With the uh, big life eating little life, and then they end up getting mm, yeah. digested in a colon at the end. <laughs> wow, that was tenuous. <laughs> actually, that's pretty good. I don't what think was that? Term? I don't think it was tenuous yeah. at all. I think it was. Uh, I think it was actually their intention. <laughs> okay. Well done, so it, writer. That, that was a good job there. <laughs> uh, so Father Krennic shows them the crystalline footage, um, which Deacon just believes is just all out fake. Um, uh, and then they have the setting up the kit in the uh, in the church scene, and they go off to the pub. Uh, and this is where he finds out that yeah, Deacon doesn't believe any of it. He thinks the whole thing's completely fake. Yeah. Um, and I like, I like his reason for do it, for believing that though. It was almost like a little quint moment. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about um, a stigmata and septicemia. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I mean. Where he talks yeah. about how she did it, how she did it. Yeah. I, I will give him the Jews on that. Like this isn't clearly a. They are doing quite well in. in factoring both beliefs those that are religious and those that aren't um it it handles that very well yeah although that's not really again that's not really a factor for me maybe it's for some people but like not me just i I just yeah i appreciated it was it was quite quite well done because yeah it's very easy it wasn't so super religious exactly it's very easy to fall on either side of the camp like you completely you're doing something to completely slate and absolutely ridicule the religion aspect of things, or it, you're completely religious and anything mm. not religious or any non-religious thought is blasphemous and you're going to hell. Yeah, right, yeah. Th- This so, was a good balance. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Uh, so they head back to the house. Um, you have a little – they pause outside. There's all sorts of noises and stuff going on in the distance. Um, and then they notice that Mark has arrived and you have that whole – uh, frosty reception for him uh and uh they fit his head his head cam on him and then i, I bullet pointed this why have i done oh yeah fish chips and a flame grilled sheep there you go that's how callous, <laughs> that's how callous and cold i was about that bullet point but yeah <laughs> yeah so having their fish and chips and they hear this bizarre noise which i had no idea what it was I, <laughs> and yeah out you go and there's a sheep on fire so it would have been mutton if it was a lamb, like that. I would have yeah. taken it back in and just <laughs> put, put it on my plate. Jobs are good. Yeah. What? You wouldn't have done that? Oh, well, yeah, I may have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's basically a command. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're you're using every part of the animal. Then it didn't Waste die in vain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, oh, quick question you won't know but i'm gonna ask you anyway <laughs> i could google it but we're all here four inches oh sheep flammable oh, i'd imagine oh. so there's wool in it yeah but is, the wool's not flammable is but it they're all quite have oh. you ever pet a sheep 
They're quite they're greasy. Sticking. They're quite yeah. greasy. No, because yeah. they they use um, like pure wool in fireproof suits and stuff like that because it doesn't catch fire. But, I mean, if I chuck petrol on it, it would be. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right, lads, I've gone to Quora. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, your search history is going to be well interesting. <laughs> Someone's someone's got real angry. They are not in the least bit fluffy. They are greasy and solid and stupid. <laughs> what the sheep or it's wool? Like wow. No. Sheep cannot be house trained. <laughs> well, they're a bit thick, aren't they, sheep? They're not known for their brains. The bigger question no. is why do you want to keep farm livestock in your room and why would there be a fire danger? What type of abuse, fire, farm, animal, and small place, putting a flame near the animal, are you planning? Since this sounds like a question about abuse. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Maybe they just watch the Borderlands and they're curious. <laughs> <laughs> Can a sheep catch fire? Wool is naturally flame resistant and offers a greater level of fire safety. That means that those horrible cunts like doused it in petrol or something. Yeah. I, I think even doused in petrol, it wouldn't do much. It would burn off the petrol. Yeah. But it wouldn't get through the the wall because again, like if you're in a, a motor racing accident, you get pets did away we you. see did we see a lot of wool on the sheep because it wasn't like a big woolly sheep, was it? It was a um, it, was... it wasn't like a big woolly sheep, man. It like <laughs> it was a tiny little one. <laughs> yeah, that's how you sounded. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. <laughs> a big woolly sheep, man. It was like a big woolly sheep. <laughs> A Rastafari sheep. <laughs> um, we're we're slowly slipping into racist territory, so let's move away. We, <laughs> yes, we, yes, we. The captain goes down with his ship, Paul. Yes, we. Yeah, views and opinions of Michael obviously do not reflect the views and opinions of the Alpha Podcast Incorporated. Ever, never, and, and never have done. Yeah, no. This, this, when when has that changed? Um, right, keep going. Uh, Chris, yeah. please. Okay. So uh, at the same time as this is happening, it cuts to the church where you see Father Krellick there. Uh, and he's asking, uh, please show yourself again and reciting the Lord's Prayer. And you hear a baby crying and creaks and groans that and is bangs. That's creepy as fuck, that bit. Yep. And again, I, I quite appreciate, I, I did appreciate that because it is possible for um, equipment to pick up baby monitors and that because of the, the frequency it works on. So yeah. his explanation actually was fairly sound. Um, but then obviously it gets a bit poo-pooed by the fact that none of the equipment's on and the noise is still coming. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, again, you know, there was bits I did like about it, but as a whole, just nothing special for me. Yeah. Uh, so then they go to the, back to the church the next day and suggest that Father Credit should go away for a couple of days while they investigate. Um they surmise that maybe it could, the, the table in the uh, video could have vibrated with a subwoofer underneath it uh, and then immediately start hearing noises, scratching noises. Uh, like seriously, in a church that old, you're not you're going to hear scratching noises and go, it must be a ghost. Yeah, nope, might, pretty sure yeah, it's going to be a field mouse. Rat. Yeah, yeah. A rat in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then Mark plays his joke on Deacon, his jump scare joke. Uh, meanwhile, Gray's outside on his phone and gets cut off with that interference again. And the scraping noises uh, persist. Uh, and while he's still outside, he hears noise coming from a tomb, which stops when he puts his hand on it. Yeah. Uh, and then he meets the dog <laughs> oh, and screams God. insanely. <laughs> that would terrify me. That would. 
I, I suppose I'll give him his dues. I, I don't know if I'd scream that high if I saw just a random Rottweiler unleashed standing there. I'd scream pretty loud. Yeah, it might go up a few octaves. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think if I saw a big Rottweiler, I'd be like, hello. Well, if it's barking at you like that. You giant motherfucker. No, I'd shit myself. <laughs> you got I've to stay enough, calm in I've those nothing situations. nothing against any dogs at all. I'm not doggist. I'm not Rottweilers. <laughs> I'm not breedist or anything. <laughs> but I've got a Rottweiler friend, right? But... <laughs> that Rottweiler. My nan's a Rottweiler. Yeah. <laughs> they are fucking terrifying. <laughs> Let's face it. It's by itself. It's got no one there and it's barking at you. No, no. they love Maul. They're really cute. They're like... Um, they're like they're actually... Yeah, sorry, go on there. Pitbulls like love Maul you as well. Like that's why when when normally when a dog like that is jumpy, it's because they're like, you're my best friend. Yeah. No, in that they case, actually... he's barking ferociously. <laughs> no, that's something. But Rottweilers in general, if you go, because when we were looking to get dogs, um, if you, the dogs trust do like a, they have a checklist for like family dogs, people with kids, and Rottweilers are number one. They're top of yeah. the most most uh, most uh, friendly family, around children and family, stuff. family friendly. Family. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this right. one's not. But I suppose you can throw in the fact that he's already got a heightened sense of fear. But what the fuck was going on with the two? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They do. Rottweilers do this as well. Rottweilers do this thing where they they sound fucking terrifying, but it's literally just how they show emotions. That's why a lot of people are scared. They do this like thing, and it's literally (laughs) it's literally just them going like, "I'm I've got a lot of emotions right now that I don't know how to process." Usually, it's because they're happy. And uh, that's why a lot of people get freaked out by them because they'll see a Rottweiler and then it'll go, <laughs> and they go, oh fuck, and then run away. And the Rottweiler's like, what? I just, I just want to be your best friend. Oh, no such thing as a bad dog in my yeah, opinion. Oh mate, right, my uh, my boss has got this dog. I don't remember the breed, but it looks like a fucking uh, like the uh, keymaster from fucking uh, Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's Russian. And he bought it from Russia. It cost him like seven grand or something. Of course he did, yeah. And it's uh, and then it, it's something like four grand's worth of training on top of it. And this dog is literally bred as a guard dog. It's literally yeah. what it does. It's a bodyguard. It's a four-legged, <laughs> terrifying-looking dog from hell bodyguard. But you've never seen a better trained dog. Like mm. it's, But all the commands are in Russian. <laughs> I think I'd like that even more. It's really fucking scary. And, like, if it's in the car, you can't go near the car because it's guarding the car. And if you go near it and you're not him, it's it's going to fuck you up. It That's starts mental. fucking going at the window. So what what else happens in the film, Chris? <laughs> uh, so while all this is going on outside with the dog, Mark has found uh, a piece of board uh, covering over... Um, you can't, I'm not sure what it was. What was it? It looked like a bit like... A- because it, it wasn't the door that was behind the bookshelf it's some sort yeah. of yeah which which uh blows him backwards and he's bleeding from his ear yeah uh, by the way, and then, if you're bleeding from your ear go to a fucking hospital yeah <laughs> no i just have a big sleep yeah yeah, yeah. that's the best idea <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then injury have a nap <laughs> uh back at the house we get the bethlehem story so it it, it comes out uh, what actually went down there um, with the team vanishing and turning up dead in the forest and stuff like that. And the fact that Deacon was there and involved. Yeah. Um, which he then palms Gray off with a bit of a, a bit of a trick with a penny in a bottle. Oh, I love and that says, bit. Don't believe everything you see. Yeah. Sort of thing. 
Yeah, because because the uh, the techie guy himself is doing card tricks earlier, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and then he just does a better trick. He's doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, again, back to the church cam. Krellick is in there again. There's interference on the cameras, banging doors, and the baby's crying again. You know that bit where they walk into the church and find Krellick, like he's hidden behind a pew. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck, man. That yeah, bit. yeah, that's pretty much this bit now, because uh, they go back to the house and uh, reading from uh, Mandeville's journals, and this is where they say about you know he's saying he has a new master, um, and they try and wake Mark, uh, and obviously he's not going anywhere, although he does <laughs> snore quite loudly. Um, <laughs> And they go back to the church, and that's where they find Krellick. And he says, oh, I heard the voices again last night. Yeah, that scene where he's asleep, his hand's doing like a weird hereditary thing. And yes, um, like I was like, I, I thought he was pointing. I thought it was and I was noise. like, are they going to turn around and like something's going to be in the window? Or, or, or is like, is this a thing? Like it's outside. And then he just did a big snore. And I was like, all right, that was a. <laughs> That was a, a bit of a wasted opportunity, but never mind. <laughs> See, yeah, again, that's that's exa- my exact point. It's just that they could have done so much more to execute a better mm. delivery. And he turns up anyway, a couple of minutes later. Why not? <laughs> yeah. The walk did do him good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, at this point... Um, Gray has brought some different kit with him, and uh, Deacon gets a bit—he's not snarky, but he kind of—he digs him out a little bit, saying, "Oh, he's, so now you've brought the ghost hunting equipment, sort of thing." And they start setting up mics, and this is where they—well, you were talking about earlier when they hear it moving behind a wall. Um, and then I mean, Mark arrives, and we have our first—the first scene. I think we actually physically see something actually happen. So the baby cries are picked up, um, and you see the crucifix in the background yeah. moving across. And then falling off of the table. I like that. But bit. I love subtle things like that. Well, yeah, that subtle, but you know what I mean. And then obviously, I try and red herring it immediately because Krellick's outside. Yeah, but again, it, it's a, there's a point at that where um, Gray is the one almost seeing sense, and the other two are saying, "Oh, he's got you know fishing wire oh my through God. a window." That, and that explanation, <laughs> that fucking explanation. <laughs> oh yeah, what must have happened was he's got some fishing line through the window, and it's got a magic slip knot that when he pulls it, it pulls the thing and then comes away and shoots out the window. What? <laughs> Actually, it makes more sense that it's a ghost than that. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember who follows him up. Who follows Krellick up? I can't remember who it is. I didn't That's write it down. The glasses man. Okay. The glasses man. You know, the uh, serious posh man that turns up, the, the high-up religious fella. Mark. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Mark. Yes. Yeah. So he, Mark. he follows. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mark. 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 That's the one. Yeah. Mark. Mark. If you say his name six times, he appears. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, really clever thing. If you go onto the uh, Candyman website and say Candyman too. five times... It brings up the new trailer, or a secret trailer. Secret trailer. Secret trailers. Yeah. Oh, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check it out after you finish listening to us. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you uh, can just cut it here. I ain't gonna get no better. 
<laughs> I, I've been saying that for the past two years, but we're still here. <laughs> Uh, well, oh, we, we get Father Krellick's uh, miracle dive off the top of the uh, yeah. whatever it is, the turret, whatever it's not a turret, but don't know what it is. But yeah, I like roof. that. I like that he killed himself. <laughs> they, they, a priest killing himself is fucking crazy because they believe that suicide, like yeah. you commit suicide, you don't go to heaven, then you go to yeah. purgatory. So he just risked eternal purgatory yeah. just because he was bummed out. Well, they reference that later in the film anyway. There's a little speech when they're sitting outside when um, when Grey's sitting up against a tree after uh, half of the shit's gone down and um, Deacon follows him out. And he says, isn't that considered a sin? Isn't suicide considered a sin? And he says, not all priests. Uh, priests are sometimes sinners too, sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of the time, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> yeah, speaking to two people that have just have been sent from the fucking Vatican, I think they're... <laughs> They're fine. I think they know that. We all know the real reason the deacon's fucking ostracised and being sent by the church to these far-off villages to investigate ghosts and try to keep him away from populated areas. I did wonder if we'd ever get to, or if we would get to that point at some point during the the podcast. <laughs> you can't help it. Man. You can't. <laughs> So with all this going on, uh, De- Deacon's got the ump anyway, uh, and they decide to go back to the pub. Uh, and on the way back to the pub, they bump into the kids, so he just decks one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Good. That, that yeah. was fucking yeah. brilliant. Although He's he did come bleeding. up. Like, fuck you. Yeah, he did come out with the old. He did walk up to him with the old Charlie Big Potatoes, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Got put on his yeah. ass where he belongs. <laughs> Charlie Big Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Charlie B. Potatoes. <laughs> uh, and then we, oh, then we have the uh, the bar scene as well, where they stop, they won't serve him. So he loses his shit in there as well. Yeah, so he's having a good time, Deacon, by now. Um, and they head back to the house, and this is when Mark starts being really dickish. So he's in full denial at this point. It starts getting all heated. Um, and Deacon just goes, right, fuck this, and hikes to the church. Yeah. <laughs> Treads in shit. Um, keeps seeing a figure, um, which he, he keeps calling and asking if it's Father Krellick, which is odd. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Would that not? I would be more worried about real-world situations. He's just punched a little fucking yobbo in the gob, right? Yobbo yeah. in the gobbo. I would be more concerned of those fucking, like, little terrorists, terrorists fucking waiting for me behind a tree with a knife. Yeah. That's what I'd be concerned with. No, because they, they act with the, the really big bollocks and then they just take someone to put them on their arse and they're not going running off to the bloody, Into I don't know. the kitchen drawer to get a kitchen knife. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then they've got a, because uh, I can't, you know. Oh, nope. <laughs> 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 Where did you go? Can I come? <laughs> well, I keep watching the film. <laughs> There's so, yeah. literal shit around the colon when they're in it. It's <laughs> coated in brown shit. Oh. Uh, what else? Oh, he, yes, he finds a robe on the floor that's full of is it worms. It looked like it was worms. Maggot. Yeah. Maggot. Yeah. I thought it was worms, but it looked, yeah. potatoes, potatoes, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, and heads into the church and he and starts hearing the voices and the creaking and the baby's crying again. And then he, at that point, he's the one that discovers the bookcase or what's behind the bookcase uh, with the symbol and the staircase and all the noises and the bell chimes that go with it. Um I mean, I'm yeah. not. I'm not being funny. That noise came from that wall, like quite a few times. Wouldn't you at least, as part of your investigation, take the books off the damn shelf? Well, yeah, and just see if yeah. there's anything going on, like with that bookcase. Oh, it's a lot of books, though. They're probably like, oh, can we be asked to put them? Are <laughs> 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 oh, some of them fucking priceless? Do I really want to touch them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, Mark's on the phone to, I'm assuming he's on the phone to the Vatican um, and kicks off at Deacon saying, this is your last mission with us. And they go off to the airport and meet, is it, uh, I think it's Padre Corvino. Yeah. Sounds right. Like the yeah. He looks really yeah. familiar, but he's not been in anything I know. Uh, they talk about Frasetti, um, who cut his own eyes out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a fucked up story. <laughs> um, and that's when it comes out that Deacon was in Bethlehem. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, Gray kicks off at Deacon for lying to him. And, oh, uh, yeah. and his quote is, Dan Brown was right about you lot. Stick your <laughs> yeah. hell Mary's up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's My favourite really quote dated, of the film. That's a dated quote, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's, that's not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone now is like, Dan who? <laughs> right, what? Uh, is that because, like, the first conversation, you think he's just talking to mates, and then you realise on, like, his second phone call that actually – because he says about them, you religious lot and blah blah blah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, clearly he's in contact with some like some religious body uh, linked yeah, to it. It's something he doesn't want Deacon to know about. Because at the yeah, start of the weird. film, he's behind a hedge, and Deacon gives him his tea. He just hangs up and goes, "Women, eh?" And you know, it was quite clear it wasn't <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like he's more involved than he appears to be. Yeah. Maybe but it's again, his colon that's not brought up again. That's not mentioned at all. It's not like part yeah. part of the story. And he gets offered that massive bonus, doesn't he, to stay on? Yeah. Maybe it's just like a huge metaphor, or oh, there's loads of subtext, and it's about a tech guy who's got a crush on a, his co-worker, um, <laughs> that they're investigating the church, and it's just considered sinful, but the tech guy's like, no, I want you in my colon one way or another. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm clutching at straws here, people. <laughs> 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 Sure. <laughs> Do you know what? All I care is is that you gave it some thought. You know what? You've, you've tried there, and that's and that's the important thing. Just that line. I want you in my colon one way or another. <laughs> so wait, Dan, Dan gave it some thought, and what the result was was a scene straight out of gay porno. And. <laughs> I, I mean, judging, man. can you can you blame him when he sat with you? he sat with three stunners? <laughs> Look at us! Look how sexy we are. That is, it's a fair point. Look at yeah. the, look at the way that the light bounces off my skull. <laughs> oh, look at that! I could really see my dick and balls in that. Yeah, man, that's extra shiny. <laughs> extra shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Have you lubricated them so you can put it places? <laughs> lubricated it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get my like jumper on and off. And then they're uh, 
and then they they kicked kicked out the pub. <laughs> <laughs> He said, trying to trying to bring it back to to what, to what the fuck we were talking about. Oh, that was ages ago. I was just saying, we've we've been kicked out of the pub a long time. Uh, okay, where are we? Uh, okay, so it becomes apparent that the site um, uh, was built on a pagan temple. Yeah. Uh, so they have the returning to the church scene, where they're following a, a, the padre to the church. And um, Deacon makes a comment that he's seen the symbol before on the door, um, and the they start doing the yeah, uh, and they start doing the banishment ceremony, um, and all sorts of shit starts going on. Then <laughs> that uh, does not work. Uh, no, <laughs> well, it, it, it's fairly quiet until he says, "All that remains is the finishing part, the finishing ritual," and then the <laughs> kit blows up. <laughs> <laughs> screaming and shouting and yeah um and the padre completely disappears and the door locks and and deacon ends up going down the steps trying to find where everybody is uh, and they find a trail of blood with uh, corvino's cross uh at this point he starts saying to gray none of this is real uh it's almost like he was trying to get him to follow him um who says that Deacon, when Deacon and Gray have gone down the steps and they're starting to work their way through that tunnel, yeah, um, Deacon says to Gray, "Don't worry about any of this. None of this is real." Uh, I missed that. Yeah. Well, why would he say that? Yeah, I yeah exactly. He was saying it, but I don't know yeah. what the context was. No. Uh, and then they reach. There's a little alcove part where there's and written on the wall is, "Please God save them and forgive me. I have a new master now." Yeah, uh, and that's yeah, and then from that point they go through the tight space and straight into the belly of the beast. Down to his worst cave for a run around. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why you would crawl through that space. No, no. Oh. why? Why you do it in the first place? I, like I wouldn't do it, but others would. But when you've had like deaths on the site and there's been noises and screamings and children's yeah. baby monitors coming all from that, no. Not going to happen. No, if you're having to crawl down a tunnel and it's getting smaller, don't keep yeah. going. No, I won't. Don't you worry. No, <laughs> I'm turning my ass around. I'm going back out the door. <laughs> going back to the pub, saying really sorry for all your losses. You know, the father was fine. Can I have a beer, please. <laughs> yeah, bit of a grovel. Next round's on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at no point. Like I know they all like go running down there, but at no point. I think I'd have made it to about the top of the stairs or maybe even got to the bottom of the stairs and gone vast tunnel system. Everyone's going mental. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think I might just leave this and go home. They've all, yeah. they've all got their special head cameras on. They can record what's I've going on. I'm yeah. off for a pint and a wank. See you later. Yeah, exactly. We're saying, oh, the door's locked. We can't get out. There's plenty of windows and a chair will go through it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or just sit in the church. Just sit and wait. Till the morning. Oh, yeah, I'd, wait. I'd rather be there in a bit of an open space than yeah. going into gradually smaller tunnels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not even claustrophobic, but that freaks me out. I don't know how the fuck you would feel. Uh, I'd, I'd be beside myself. There'd be even less room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh yeah and then we get i really love the cutting away at the end where they're getting digested and then there's sort of that screw it just cuts into him like mid fucking agony and then cuts Mm. out again yeah uh that was cool i liked that really so yeah yeah that was cool (laughs) yeah okay yeah again that's the one bit that sort of no i don't i didn't like that all right. Especially on the second watch, where now I'm seeing there's all shit smeared around the walls of the colon that they're crawling into, <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks pretty comical. I can tell okay. the acid, of course, and then it fucking. <laughs> so, I think we're going to be quite divided on this. I, I think I think you should get it washed. Yeah, get it washed. Have a go. Have a go. Okay. Oh. Um, so. Uh, I guess have a go then. Does yeah. that is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Uh, so have a go, go if you want. That's that's have what we get watched. Yeah, <laughs> have a go. Get it watched. Get it watched. Have a go at getting it watched. Um, uh, those are those are our thoughts. Um, but we know. Know, just we say like if yeah, you, go on. if you like found footage, I think you'll like this generally. Yeah. yeah. If you're a fan of found footage, this is this is a good one. Hmm. It's an okay one for a fan of fan footage. <laughs> I, I I agree with Paul. Um, so so yeah, those were those were our opinions. That's why we know we know that you've been skipping ahead for fifteen to thirty seconds at a time just to get to this section um, where you should you know get yourself a big old long knife, um, pack a mozzie net because it's quite warm this time of year, you know. And, don't um, get bitten. Yeah, you don't want to get bitten. Put, put some antihistamines in your bag, just in yeah, case. Yeah, just a couple of them. Make sure you make sure you're vaccinated. Um, <laughs> um, well, I meant for the jungle. Um, so if you've taken that politically, then fuck you. Well, you'll also get fucking vaccinated. You massive <laughs> fucking melons. <laughs> right, um, um, Mike. <laughs> just let me stop you there. Um, Go this on. Might need to be a trip. To the other place. Uh, I've I've been to I've been I'm I'm there. I can see it. Yeah. For, 45, mm. 45, 42 global reviews. Yeah. At one star. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you one in foreign. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> I went to I went to Amazon, put in the Borderlands, and that's yeah, what I, I just did. I, got no. I don't know, mate. I can't help you. I'm sorry. Hmm. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Um, uh, I'll try the. I did found the top critical review by someone called Paul, though. That's interesting. Wow, I was interesting. Moved. I was would moved. Make, would make the would make a perfect short film. Apparently, well, it wasn't so, a very long film. <laughs> let's give it three stars. Twenty-eight minutes. Yeah. Hey, so Gold Dust says um, dull and boring, very slow, dull and boring. Could have been a very good spooky film. But instead, it was just two men in the same house that did nothing but talk, talk, talk. Then a third chap joined in. And yes, you guessed it. Talk, (laughs) talk, talk. Lacked so much in excitement. I thought I'd persevere and let the film run to the end, even though I was nodding off. Then, lo and behold, it started to pick up about five minutes before the end of the film. Definitely a no-no from me. And then let's not forget <laughs> the shaky camera job 
and torches blinding your eyes while you try to watch the film. <laughs> Very disappointing. Save your money. <laughs> so I found a guy, Klausk. Yep. Klausk thinks it's awful. It's a really terrible film, not at all frightening. Clumsily made, the characters awkward and stiff. Don't waste your money, complete rubbish. Stiff characters? Stiff characters. He must have watched stiff. Dan's film. He watched my version. <laughs> oh, uh, Backdoorlands, you know what I'm saying, Bounty Call. Uh, Sugar Lips says, <laughs> Abandon uh, hope, all ye, all ye who enter here. One of the worst films I've ever seen. Shaky cameras, unexplained babies crying, and the arrival of an Italian priest who loses his accent at the first sign of crisis. <laughs> I'd do the same thing, to be honest. <laughs> Inquiring Mind oh. writes, fucking, what a knob, right? Nil points for authenticity. Yet another <laughs> film about Catholicism where makers have not done their research. There are one, two, three, four, five. Oh, these written. Yeah. I'm not reading them out. Um, poor showing by the makers. All they needed to do was consult the Vatican website to get it right. <laughs> one person found this helpful. Was that person Jesus? Was it? <laughs> was it Jesus? Yeah, fucking knob. Um, Sakiz has put absolute pants. Like, I, I don't know how that's going to translate across to like our friends over well, outside of this island, <laughs> Europe or the US. They'd be like, absolute pants? What, what's it got underwear in it or trousers? <laughs> Definitely had some trousers in it. I saw them. And put complete and utter rubbish, very slow film, no real scares. And the engine, and the ending was the biggest rubbish of all. <laughs> the, the biggest. Rubbish of all. Oh. Oh, so, someone called STX66 has had a rant about the sheep thing. That's all they've gone on about. <laughs> and animal haters will enjoy. Oh if you care one God. little bit about animals, you won't like this. So having seen Yob set a sheep on fire, I wonder why no one else felt this worthy of mention as this happened in the film. I could only guess that if, if you eat lamb anyway, why would you care about a sheep being set on fire? As somebody who has been veggie for 22 years, oh my uh, God. all I can say is it speaks volumes about people that no one even noticed this horrid act in a film. And as we all know, monkeys see and monkeys do. Oh so, so how long before <laughs> yeah. real world Yob start doing it? I care that this was included in the film and I find it offensive even if no one else does. Capital letters last you know, sentence. Brilliant. I, lo I love that she doesn't find the uh, mock killing of people at all bothersome, but the mock killing of a sheep fucking fucked her off. The, the, what? Fact, that the, the fact that there is loads of shit about child sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> There's actual child bones. Don't worry about it. She does. Sorry, she does know what to a sheep. What? Yeah, does she think that was a real sheep they set on fire? I was going to say that person does know that, that there was no sheep made uh, harmed in the f making of this film. Also, the kids aren't dumb. The, thing the kids aren't about. made out to be fucking sympathetic characters. They're not someone you'd aspire to fucking be. They're not the stars of the fucking show. One of them gets sparked out by an old priest. You stupid tits. Oh, they wait till the sequel where they're the heroes. They're, they're the, the heroes. Like in Don't Breathe too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a load of sheep set a fire to a human in that one. Actually, they were just trying to protect the village from the demon. Um, that sheep was haunted, I tell you. <laughs> uh, lastly, but not leastly, we have Carl. 
After reading the blurb about not being that bad due to found footage, I refuse to believe that the blurb of the film said it's not that bad, even though it is found footage. Um, okay, I can on I can honestly say I tried it. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Never again. It was making me feel bad right at the start. Uh, lots of ellipsis. So, all capitals, found footage sucks. Please try and improve your camera work in future. Okay, no. It adds nothing to the movie. What, what whoever you are that makes these... Cams. Whoever you are that makes these cunt films... Full stop, full stop, full stop. What the fuck? Cheers, Carl. Thanks for the insight, mate. Damn, Carl. Who pissed in your strawberries? <laughs> Damn. Fucking hell. This film, this film really pissed off Carl. Yeah. God damn. Um, okay, so whose turn is it this week? Is it you, Paul? It's back to Paul. Oh, fuck, is it me? Wow. If, have we done Halloween 2018? No, we don't H2O. Sure. Did we do H2O? We did yeah, H2O. Yeah. Did we do the original Halloween as well? No, no, we haven't. No. Okay. Because yeah. I might do that then, because we got uh, the new ones out next month. Well, nearly next month. Cool. Yeah. All right. Then that's... that's Was that the original doing. or 2018? 2018. Yeah, and I cool. feel like watching it, so that's a good excuse. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually watched that not long ago. Yeah, it's yeah. good. All right, yeah. so yeah, Halloween cool. 2018. Halloween 2018. I'm sure Mike's going to make that all sound really nice. Post-production. I'll be a good boy. I'll do my best. <laughs> Definitely won't be any cartoon noises. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to download cartoon noises for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, cool. So those that, that, that was that. Um, any recommendations, lads? Dan, you yeah. got one, yeah? Yeah, so I've come across a band called Punk Rock Factory. Um, I think they snuck up on my Instagram um, and then obviously started listening to them Spotify, but um, they, they're like a punk. Right? I wouldn't call them punk as in like um, the old school punk. It's more like offspring punk, um, but they do like uh, Disney covers um, and they, their latest albums all like cartoon themes and there's some bangers on there like Mask, um, Round the Twist, if anyone oh, re- remembers nice. that. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. yeah. And they do a really, really good job of it as well. It's not crap. Like the, the master in there, like what they've written and the way they've, they've punkified it, it's just fucking amazing. Oh, cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. That listen. Get them listened. Yeah, yeah definitely. Whack that in the group chat because I already forgot what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I've got a vague suspicion that someone else has suggested this. But I'm going to say it anyway, um, and and please correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Um, but for those of you, you'll you'll be like the last people on earth who haven't watched Ted Lasso. I'm watching it at the moment. It's fucking incredible! <laughs> Just the most wholesome television you could ever watch. I can't Whoa. think of a single person. Did that who do you say, like it. Did that glitch then for everyone else or just me? Just you. That was fucking scary. Okay. He's not, not, not as scary as that thing behind you. Uh, or the thing, or Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, it glitched. Your voice glitched. You, you're like in um, Host. You know where they, where they go? Oh, my yeah. God. Sonic's going to start moving in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so go watch Ted Lasso. It, it's created by the guy who did Scrubs. 
Um, and it's, oh, it, I knew I knew that name. It's fucking. It, oh, it's so. It's so sweet. Yeah, I'm four episodes in currently. It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. And and it, uh, season scene. two is yeah. is still going going on right now. And it's it's just it's just a nice old time. It's available on Apple Plus or illegally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, illegally, because Apple are fucking wankers. Yeah, wherever you illegally download, yeah. download well, I'm, your I'm television. Illegally, I, I have uh, Apple TV. But... All right, show off. <laughs> Unless you like Mythic, it's only worth it for Mythic Quest and Ted Lasso. That's it. Well, that's interesting that you should say that because Ryan Reynolds has been involved with Ted Lasso in um, basically in an episode. This isn't a spoiler. Someone mentions Wrexham FC and just goes, "Yeah, some some bozo owns it or something like uh, that." It's just a throwaway line, and um, uh, Ryan Reynolds wrote an open letter to the creators and was like, um, "Please." Please be aware that we care deeply about our beloved Wrexham FC, um, and if you if you continue to slander our name, we will require a box of Ted's best biscuits uh, before our match game on whenever. Um, That's right. He yeah. owns Wrexham now, doesn't he? Or he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bought them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyone else got any other suggestions, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to follow Dan on the music uh, front. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Spotify lately, and I have a tendency to just let it run, so I keep discovering all these new bands. <laughs> uh, so I found a band called Ringo Death Star, Death Star, oh, um, nice. and they're like um, sort of heavy shoegaze. Cool, um, yeah, really cool. R- definitely worth a one, listen. One of the lesser known subgenres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, if you, I suppose if you crossed, I don't know, the Jesus and Mary chain with uh, my bloody Valentine or something or Lush, you'd get them. Yeah. Nice. Like quite like driving bass lines, but they still got the sort of the, the ethereal, washed out vocal. Um, yeah, really cool. Yeah, excellent. Good. Again, get, again get I'll post the link in the chat. chat. Please, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my recommendations for something I may have been the last person in the world to have discovered, but uh, people just do nothing on Netflix. <laughs> so I've se- I've been seeing the the trailer for. Or what I thought was called Big in Japan for months, right? And I thought, oh, this looks quirky, like a little mockumentary thing. But then I booked tickets to see it and then immediately found out there's five series of a TV show of it. So I watched it and it's fucking brilliant. Some of the best sitcoms I've ever seen in my life. It's funny. High praise. It's like like The Office, but with a, a hapless bunch of guys that run a pirate radio station in London. Is that Corrupt FM? Yeah, it is. Okay. I'm aware of Corrupt FM. And I think I saw... Wasn't it on BBC? It might have been on BBC, yeah. Because I obviously I watched it on Netflix. So. On the Netflix. It could, it, could have been, it could have originated on BBC. Because it started in like 2014, but I've literally now just found out about it. And we, we watched all five series in seven days. <laughs> that's pretty good going it's brilliant I couldn't stop watching it and then the film was excellent too okay okay that's 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 a strong recommendation I'm, I'm definitely going to have to check it out you really should if you like if you like The Office like the UK Office and like cringy humour you'll love it I mean or if you like drum and bass <laughs> but I mean no one does and that's part of the joke yeah 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 <laughs> oh when they de- when they DJ that party 
<laughs> I like the one where they just go to the college party, like uh, <laughs> with, uh, with one of their sons. Yeah, and everyone. No, it's funny. You just have to watch it. Yeah, it's good. It's good times. <laughs> it's it's the good kind of cringe. Yeah, well, like, they, oh. they, they're so stupid, but they're also quite lovable. Yeah, absolutely. They're really likable characters. Lovely stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so that's it this week of after horror um the real horror is uh, the apparition that lives at the end of paul's bed <laughs> and touches him just a toe just boink, little toe boink. glad he does otherwise what the point would there be none <laughs> gives it a little lick sometimes uh, i have a monster lives at the end of my bed and gives my toes a little lick sometimes he's called lemmy it's very very frustrating um yeah the amount of times I kick that dog in the face, I'm like, stop laying on me then. Like, I can't help when I turn over and get a toe full of snoop. It's not my fault. Anyway, uh, until next time, whenever that is, I've been Mike. <laughs> I've uh, been Chris. I've been John. I've been Paul. Yeah, I, thought, I thought I'd mix it up. You I totally... continue to be Paul. I thought, thought, thought I'd mix it up. You Never totally mind. fucked us all up. You was uh, like, but I've been Mike and I'm waiting for... Love you. Love you.